We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the show. It is Ivy Nation Sports Talk. And as you can see, we are very glad to be joined by the still relatively new head coach of the Notre Dame men's basketball team, Micah Shrewsbury. Coach, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, no problem, Sean. How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, I didn't realize when we booked this up, it's NBA draft night. And you've got a, you know, a lot on your plate kind of coming up here tonight, don't you? Yeah, you know, it, it's an exciting time. Um you know, when you when you recruit guys and you coach guys, um, you know, you talk about being there for them forever. So part of that is is being there for our guys tonight. we got two of our former players from Penn State that will be drafted tonight, probably both in the second round. Uh, so actually being able to be there with one of them and, and calling and FaceTime in the other uh, while they both really experience dreams. Um, it's something Absolutely. that's pretty special for for myself and the rest of our staff. Yep, that is great stuff. Well, uh, you know, again, I, I know you're on a little bit of a schedule. There's there's about a million things, uh, you know, I think that we could talk about. Let's just kind of start, I guess, this is you're not quite three months into this team. It seems like, you know, from from this end anyway, time has flown. How would you kind of de- describe these last, quite, you know, not quite three months that you've been on the job here? <laughs> time has definitely flown. I, I have no <laughs> idea, like, what date it is. I know we're in June. I know we're in June. I can tell you we have recruiting weekend coming up this weekend. NBA camp is next weekend. I can tell you what we're doing for uh, our, our workouts each week, but I have no idea what the day is. Um, I've struggled the last couple of weeks of realizing not month, what day it is. During the week. <laughs> well, you know, you, you were very busy early on out there recruiting, and I imagine you were just all over the place, and that kind of leads to to whatever date confusion that uh, you might have right now. You, you made it look relatively easy the way things kind of shook out in the end. What, what were maybe, you know, the biggest challenges that you had getting things to, co- to come together the way they did? You know, I think for us, recruiting is the, the lifeblood of your program. So spending a lot of time doing that, uh, getting to know people is really important and figuring out who is going to be a fit, right? I say it all the time, like who's going to be a fit for Notre Dame. So I had to learn Notre Dame as well. 
that that's a big part is, you know, I'm from Indiana. Yeah, I, I work down the street at IU South Bend, uh, but I've never been here. Um, I don't know the ins right. and outs of this place. So figuring out, like, what it is, uh, what it takes, who it's going to take. And then once we got to that, then we could figure out, like, okay, this kid will fit, this kid will fit, this kid will fit. And then we hit the ground running. And, uh, you know, I'm lucky. I, I got a great group of guys surrounding me. And, um, you know, those guys are great at, at building relationships and uh, helping us get some of these guys that we've gotten so far. Well, it seems like you are as well with those relationships. And, you know, when you look at a majority of the guys that you got, it, you know, it seemed like those relationships went a long way for you. And, I mean, we started off talking about you're, you know, you're going to go with, uh, you know, hang out with some guys who who used to play for you at Penn State who are about to get drafted. Just from not, you know, every coach has, I guess, a different, every head coach, I should say, a different sort of level of involvement, interest in recruiting. Just how important is that hands-on nature to recruiting to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm really involved. Uh, you know, sometimes to the point where when we have visits, our guys on staff are like, man, you, you got to like, you don't have to do everything. But I think part of that goes back to, you know, I was an assistant coach for a long time. I've been a head coach for two years. Uh, so I still work like I'm an assistant coach. So, you know, there, there's our assistants take the lead on a lot of recruits. Uh, but, you know, I spend just as much time texting those guys, calling those guys, building relationships with them, because at the end of the day, like, you know, I need to feel comfortable with them as well, and they need to feel comfortable with me. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm in the trenches. When we're doing visits, I'm with them. I'm on the golf cart driving the tours. I'm walking <laughs> into the buildings. I'm calling people, texting people, and uh, you know, it's it's our job, man. I, I love it. If I didn't love it, I wouldn't be doing it, and uh, you shouldn't be doing it if you don't love it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
There's a, a couple guys, pretty unique guys, I think, that that you added to your staff that I wanted to ask you about. One is Brian Snow, you know, speaking of recruiting, who you brought here with you from Penn State. And he you know, has a, a non-coaching background, but, you know, evaluating talent, you know, when it when it came to the recruiting process and and stuff like that. This was a position that wasn't here at Notre Dame prior to you getting here. So how how important is it to have that kind of position in today's recruiting landscape? Yeah, I think it's really important. And he also, uh, you know, people will walk in and, you know, maybe IT or something, and they'll say, hey, I have something here for Coach Snow. And he'll say, I'm not a coach <laughs> all the time. It, you know, he, he knows what he's best at and what he's doing. And what he does is, is really, really directs our recruiting, and he is great at it. And his relationships from 24-7 sports, from rivals when he was there, um, with players, with parents, with coaches, high school and AAU really helps us uh, get our foot in the door with a lot of people. And then he organizes everything and keeps it streamlined and gets us where we need to go. So this position is really new. Um, when I hired him a couple of years ago at Penn State, it was one of the first uh, to have it. But now you're starting to see that position a little bit more in different ways. Like Duke hired a uh, general manager a couple of years, Villanova, last year. So like people are starting to jump on the trend. You know, I just like to say, you know, Brian Snow was first. <laughs> Trendsetter with Brian. Well, you know, and and uh, for him to be first, the head coach had to to bring him in there. So there was obviously some importance that that you saw in that as well. And, it, you know, again, another one who's a little bit outside the box is Ryan Owens, who, you know, you guys go back to your time at DePaul a long time ago on the staff down there, but he hadn't coached since then it's you know it's been a while since he's you know in the at the college level anyway but he's been around the AAU game quite a bit very unique and I thought it was also very unique that he got the Twitter endorsement of a head coach at another school Matt Painter when you hired him yeah that you know he is and you know we had a relationship right you want to hire people that you're comfortable with um that you know but yeah you know, I've seen him in action like he, he is a he hasn't been coaching at the college level, but he can coach. He's a good coach. And the, the success that his teams have had um, at the 17U um, AAU level at, in the EYBL is, is really important. Uh, but more than that, he's a, he's a relationships guy. He builds great relationships. You know, that's why Coach Painter will say something good about him, because he has such a great relationship with people. But through a lot of coaches throughout the state and – you know, he, he's a guy that he coached for the Indy Heat, but he's friends with the guys in Indiana Elite and the George Hill all Indy teams and the Under Armour groups. Like, he's close with all of those programs, and that's going to help us open up doors. I think already if you look at some of the guys that we've gotten, um, his relationships have helped, right? He's right. You know, Keba Jai, some of the recruits we've gotten, Keba Jai, Tay Davis, Julian Roper, are all Indy Heat guys um, that have played for him as a head coach or an assistant coach, and that immediately helped us open the door to some of those guys. Well, you know, you've you've talked about the importance of recruiting, and you've mentioned the you've said the word relationships a few times already, and I, and I don't know 
you know, I know you've talked about Neil Ivey and, and Marcus Freeman. I, I don't know, again, because of the busy schedule that you've kept since you've been here, I don't know how much you've had a chance to to talk to him. But I, I mean, that's it's it's a pretty common thread across the three of you when you look at, you know, when you start talking about just the relationship building and, and how important it is in recruiting. No, I think it's really important. Like I said, like you have to recruit at a high level to be good. And that's what we're trying to do. Uh, but you also have to recruit to where you are and you have to find like who's going to be, like I always say, a great fit here at Notre Dame. Uh, who's going to be a great fit for me? I don't think everybody can play for me and I don't think I can coach everybody. Uh, so we got to figure what that is, uh, figure that out and then find the people that are going to have success here. And, you know, Neil and, and Marcus Freeman are rock stars and I, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, pick up any little nuggets that I can from them. Uh, but I think, you know, people that have success, you see a lot of the same things. You see a lot of the same characters. Sure. And relationship building is a big part of it, right? People have to be able to trust you to send their kids here um, for four years. You worked with someone who was pretty successful at both Butler and with the Boston Celtics, Brad Stevens, you know, more than a decade that you ended up working with him between those two places. What's maybe the biggest influence working with him has had on you? You know, on the basketball side, obviously he's, he's special. Um, you know, his basketball mind is special. Um, but, you know, more importantly, like the culture building is, is the biggest thing. And, you know, everybody that surrounds the program feels a part of it, right? Every time that um, – or every, every job that anybody has – is important to the success that we have. So he makes everybody feel that way, that they are important, that, you know, their job is really important. And the success that they have really propel, propels our team success. Um, and I, I'm a firm believer in that as well. So, you know, I love to anybody that, that touches our program in any way, they're a part of our family. And I want them around because what they do is really important. And it's not just me. It's not just the guys on staff. Um, it's everybody from the trainers to the managers um, to the strength coach, to the nutritionist, the dietitian, uh, the professors, everybody, um, the academic advisors, they all lead to success. Um, and that's, you know, they're a part of our family and a part of winning. You've talked about the importance of recruiting Indiana and you got Indiana's Mr. Basketball and, you know, you you didn't have to work to get him as it turned out. He was he's of of this great freshman class that you ended up putting together. He's the guy who's been committed, you know, throughout this whole thing, through the ups and downs and a coaching change and everything else. What's what's maybe stood out or impressed you the most so far in the time that you've got to uh, meet with Marcus Burton? Yeah, it's, you know, that that was a pleasant, I don't know, I won't say surprise, but a, a great gift uh, that was left here for us was, was Marcus <laughs> Burton signed and, and staying with his commitment, and that which is, which is awesome for us. Uh, you know, I've had a chance to watch him, having a son the same age, uh, being here in Indiana and seeing his growth as a player every single year he's gotten better. And I can't wait. And, you know, his best basketball is still ahead of him. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing is when you see those four freshmen right now, they're all together. They're all going through the same things, but they're all together. And 
the bonds that they have already here in the short amount of time. Now, Logan, Marcus, Braden have had a relationship uh, long, long before they got here to campus. Um, and I think that's helped all of their transition, but then they've welcomed Carrie in the same exact way. And uh, they're almost like the four musketeers rolling around. Campus. <laughs> Swashbuckling, taking their swords out. You, you, you... you know, your son Braden obviously is, is part of the group that you just mentioned. You know, it's one thing to have a son, who plays it's another thing to coach him have you ever actually coached one of your kids before this never uh we spend a lot of time in the gym working out um but i've <laughs> never bet. coached i've never coached and uh you know it'll be a you know it'll be a tough transition it's probably a tougher transition for him than it is for me right because he's the one that's in the locker room right when dad doesn't have a good day and he's out there yelling at everybody and everybody's in the locker room complaining Right. I'm still dad at the end of the day. Um, you know, his personality probably leans more towards uh, joining with everybody else and complaining about the head coach. So uh, I think he'll fit <laughs> in. I think he's earned the respect of everybody uh, in the locker room with kind of who he is as a person, but who he is as a player. And, uh, you know, this isn't this wasn't a gift. Right. Like I'm I'm in the business of winning basketball games and helping Notre Dame be successful. I'm not in the business of um, giving out scholarships to my kids, uh, you know, if they don't earn it. And he's earned it. He's a good basketball player. He can help us win a lot of games here. Does he Does he drive himself home after practice, or, or is he in, in the car with dad, which or with coach, I guess? Which you, There will definitely be none of that in the car at the same time he he goes his own way and he's enjoying being in the dorms with his with his uh teammates and his roommates so um it's actually you know for you know they they've been here for you know two weeks now about a week and a half almost two weeks and you know yesterday was the first time my wife had seen him she talks about how much she she missed him because she hasn't seen him just because he's here now he's spending all his time with his teammates and everything else so uh you know, it's cool. I get to see him every day, but also get to yell at him every day. When I'm not <laughs> That's right. Get get a little venting out, right? Take a little <laughs> take a little out on him. I know you've got to get rolling out, so I'll get you out of here on this. You know, as you as you sit here late June, what's a successful year going to look like? Year one for you at Notre Dame. You know what? I'm not real sure, and what I don't want to do is put a ceiling on what we can do as a team. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, when we when we line up to play basketball games, when that ball tips up, whoever's lined up across from us better be ready for a fight. Like, that is happening. No matter if we have five seniors or five freshmen, like, we're going to go out there and fight you. We're going to scrap and claw every single game. Like, we learned this at Butler. And, and one year we had a really good team, 2009, and we put a cap on it. We told those guys to, you know, hey, let's try and make the NCAA tournament. And we did it. And then we all took a deep collective breath and got beat the very first game because they had already reached their goal, right? Like, I'm not going to put a cap on what we're going to be able to do. Um, we're going to play as hard as possible. We're going to try and win every single game. We're going to prepare to win every single game. And how that goes, how it goes, right? We need some, some luck on our side. We need to stay healthy. We need to grow and get better as a team. And I think I feel like we're going to get better – 
as the season grows. So from June to July, July to August, and then once we come back in September, October, November, and we want to play our best basketball in March and, you know, starting next year, hopefully playing in March is a trend around here. Absolutely. All right. Hey, Coach, once again, really appreciate you doing this. Safe travels to you, and, and congratulations to you and your guys on draft night. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Micah Shrewsbury, head coach of the Notre Dame men's basketball team. He's uh, he's heading out. Got some guys getting drafted tonight, Vince. That's exciting, man. Like I know. You put in all that work, and then to be able to celebrate with your guys is, I mean, come on. That's the ultimate, right? I mean, did it at a much lower level, but like when you coach a guy for four years in high school and then they get to sign that letter of intent to go to college, you know, that kind of a thing, like there, there's no better feeling in the world. And uh, that's the kind of thing I always enjoy doing and, and celebrating with those guys. And I can only imagine what it would be like at the next level going through college and then getting drafted to the NBA. I mean, that's unbelievable. Like talk about dreams coming true. So no kidding. Uh, very excited for, for coach Shrewsbury to be able to, to be able to do that with his guys tonight. That, that's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully here in, in a year or two, you know, I mean, obviously saw, you know, local kid get drafted last year. Hopefully we, uh, we, we see some more of these Notre Dame guys start to Absolutely. go a little bit higher. Once again, that'd be a lot of fun. Blake Wesley rookie this year with San Antonio and uh, your, your pen guy, Marcus Burton asked yeah. him about him a little bit and appreciate uh, that. <laughs> a lot of good stuff on recruiting that uh that uh he talked about there what did you think about that well i mean he hit on relationships right it, it's like you know we've had the opportunity the fortunate opportunity to to listen to marcus freeman for the past couple of years you know talk about recruiting and relationships and all that and it's like you know it's marcus freeman 2.0 i mean that and, and but it's so refreshing to hear you know what i mean it's not and I, I don't mean that as, you know, Coach Shrewsbury, wow, Coach Shrewsbury isn't his own guy. <laughs> I know, right? It's not that I'm saying he's not his own guy because he is his own guy and he's really good at recruiting. But we haven't had that refreshing recruitment talk from the two big men's sports at Notre Dame in a while. Yep. And to, to, to hear that, and it's such an easy thing to say, obviously, but it's proven itself on the recruiting trail, both in football and in basketball. Uh, and, and a very small sample size, obviously, for Coach Shrewsbury, but he basically built an entire roster in a couple of months, yeah. which that's and, not an easy task, man, you know, at all. And I, I think some people kind of look down on the fact that, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, he went out and got his Penn State guys to come here and, you know, like guys he had been recruiting before, but – you know, again, I don't think that's a negative. I just think that no. it speaks to the relationship that he's built with those guys and the fact that they would want to they – they don't have to come here. Right. They, you know, they, they could have gone other places. They could have stayed at Penn State. You know, they there's a lot of – you know, with the transfer portal, there's so many options these days. I just think that it speaks to, you know, going back to the core of it, the relationship that he has with those guys. And, again, right. like when you look at the three – coat, you know, I mentioned Marcus Freeman and, and Neil Ivey there – to him it's it's a very common thread that all yeah. three of them you know like you look at and i brought this up when i had neil ivy on a couple of weeks ago one of five schools notre dame women's basketball one of five schools that did not have a player go into the portal this offseason and you know i know some people kind of 
you know, freaked out the last couple of years because these players were going to the portal. They were right on average with what the country was averaging, which across the nation, the average is three players per team for, you know, for women's basketball the last couple of years. And they were players that she didn't recruit, you yeah. know, that, that ended up in the portal yeah. that felt like they were going to be better off someplace else. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And uh, to be able to keep those relationships and those guys not worry about, you know, the name here and worry about the guy that they want to play for. I mean, that says a lot, you know, and we, and we talk about, we talk a lot about when recruits come to Notre Dame, that they're coming to play for Notre Dame, not the coach that recruited them. That's absolutely true. But at the same time, you have to have a relationship with the coach. Yes. You have to. And then once you get here, it's obviously different and you establish those, you know, different relationships and, you know, you want to stick around and all of those different things, but relationship with your position coach in football, the head coach in basketball and football, it makes all the difference in the world. And that's really what it's all about. And the fact that he was able to talk to those guys and they're like, yeah, we're going where you're going, coach. That speaks volumes to me. I think so too. Salty said, has to remember the answer that, that uh, Micah Shrewsbury gave when I asked him what uh, you know, a, a successful season will look like this year. He says he has to remember during performance reviews, I don't want to set any goals. I don't want to put any ceilings on what my group might be able to do. It, didn't that go back to like, wasn't that a thing from uh, office space? Wasn't that kind of like, wasn't that sort of like the philosophy of what was it? Ron Livingston, I think like the, the main character of that movie. Oh, that's great. But that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But uh, we really appreciate Micah Shrewsbury yeah. for uh, for doing this, for joining us here tonight. And um, thanks to Josh Bates, Sports Information Director, for setting it up for us as well. And again, I didn't realize it was draft night, and he totally you know, he didn't had think to, about it. <laughs> I know when he when he when he originally it was like last week or even the week before. Hey, how about the twenty second? We'll do it. I'm like, yeah, book it. And then. <laughs> uh, was not even thinking draft night. And, yeah, you know, and like he's hitting said, the road to go hang out. We don't, we don't need to say where necessarily, but he is hitting the road to go hang out uh, with one of his former players uh, on draft night, which which is why he had, you know, he was all buttoned up, ready to roll, and mm -hmm. uh, had that business casual look going. And so uh, that's exciting. Now I'm going to turn on the draft, and I'm going to watch. I want to see a little uh, live <laughs> cut-in of, of Coach Shrewsbury. Well, I don't, think, I don't think they're expected to go until the second round, but – Everyone's talking about, so you might not see him until late tonight. You know, that's true. But everyone's talking about this uh, this draft. How there's uh, some really good depth. You know, really good players to be found in the second round. So it'd be kind of the curious. Set of twins. They're they talking about going top ten. That's right. Interesting to see. Easily could have gone twice as long with him, but again, I kind of had I to know, play right? rapid fire, considering he had to to get going.